Soundstripe. You are listening to the Bright Eyes Brown Skin Podcast. Soundstripe. What's up, guys, and welcome to the first ever podcast episode of the Bright Eyes Brown Skin Podcast. I can't even believe I'm saying this because it is such a long time coming. I am your host, Brittany. You can call me Brit. That's pretty much what everybody else calls me. And I don't know, y'all. I just can't believe I'm sitting here in my closet recording on my phone and I'm talking to you guys. So I am here to have conversations around wellness as a Black woman. And I hope that that's something that you are interested in because whether we like to believe it or not, wellness and what it means to live well is so vital to our happiness, our health, our longevity, the happiness of the people around us. It truly is a priority and should be a priority. And that is pretty much why I decided to start this podcast because I am a self-proclaimed internet enthusiast and I have literally lived on the internet for years. I'm a millennial, shout out to all my 1993 babies and you know all I saw online and especially in the wellness community were the same type of creators and the same type of content. No shade to them. I follow many, many non-Black content creators in the wellness industry, but I didn't see enough of us. And that's not to say that Black people and white people and Spanish people and Asian people all make their chai lattes different. We all do the same or similar things to take care of ourselves. Um, But I feel like there's room for a very specific space, and that's for Black women. And it's something that I was always looking for when I was looking for these different wellness topics. You know, I have been fortunate to find some, and we're going to get into that a little bit later, but I'm learning that when you don't see something in your world that should be there, create it. I mean, I feel like it just kind of goes back to be the change that you want to see in the world. So here I am, put my little two cents in on this little tiny corner of the interwebs, and I hope that you guys like it. So let's get started. So for my first episode, I'm so excited because I got to chat with one of my best friends, Taylor, and she and I have been friends for about 15 years, which is pretty bananas. And I'm just so happy that she, first of all, agreed to do this, <laughs> um, but 
we talked all things friendship because to me, part of your wellness or the status of your wellness is, you know, not only your relationship with yourself, but the relationship that you have with the people around you. And so that is, you know, friendships and relationships. And Taylor and I have actually been in a long distance friendship for most of those 15 years. So we thought we would chit chat about it and talk about the ups, the downs and kind of just, you know, give our perspective. So I hope you guys enjoy. All right, cool. Ready? And scene. Just kidding. (laughs) Right. We need one of those things. Okay. All right. Hey friends, welcome to episode one. Today I have my best friend Taylor talking with us. Hey Tay. Hey girl, hey. So um, first of all, I'm just so excited that we're gonna do this and it's the first episode. We were just talking about how like you gotta start somewhere and like I feel like sometimes it's important to just start messy and that's exactly what this is probably gonna be, but that's okay, right? Yep, sure is. So, but um, real, messy but real. Messy but real. Like you got like sometimes things start messy as long as they don't stay messy, right? Um. No. So we're gonna talk about long distance friendship because, as I was thinking about like things to talk about on this little mini podcast I realized that most of our friendship has been long distance and I just feel like that's a little unique simply because we've been friends for so long and we are still so close and we're long distance so I feel like those three things are just kind of interesting so I thought that we should kind of chit chat about it so basically you know, how, I guess the main question would be, how do you manage a long distance friendship? How do you do it? Is it like a long distance relationship that you would have with a partner? Um, And we were kind of chatting about this, about like checking in, like the idea of checking in. Yeah, no, I think, it's, it could be similar. It could be similar to a type of long distance relationship you have with a partner. Because for me, um, I never felt like I can do long distance if you didn't have a good foundation. And yeah. so I feel like for us, um, let's, okay, let's backtrack. Let me tell you about my friendship with Brittany, my girl, oh, yeah. <laughs> my road dog, my ride or die. Yes. So, um, Brittany and I became friends in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, I started at a new school. I was the new girl. Um, I remember, like, right now we're having this conversation through Zoom, but, like, looking at your room, girl, <laughs> brings, like, so many memories. Of, I remember, it was, like, your birthday. You had a sleepover. And um, just from there, from that one sleepover, it just kind of just – just took off and um something that I think kept us being really close friends was that we I feel like we kind of had similar morals and um, yeah. our parents kind of raised us the same way like I remember in high school my mama called Brittany's mom and she'll be like 
oh, is, is Brittany going to this party? Because if <laughs> Brittany going, then Taylor could go. But if, if Brittany not going, Taylor could forget it. Like, oh, yeah. No, this total same. Total same. And then most of the time they would say no because we were trying to be out somewhere that we had no business being. So we would just end up having a sleepover and being like little crazy people at each other's house. Yeah. So. That's funny. Yeah, so like that foundation, um, and mine's just eighth grade. So, ooh, like, do we want to expose how old we are on this podcast? We are not. I feel like we're still young. We're still young to where we can say our age, and no one's gonna be like, "Dang, like y'all kind of old." But it does. It's been a long time. I mean, I don't, I don't want to calculate, but it's when we when you say eighth grade, just when you said it, I was like, "Wow, like." That was a long time ago. Yeah. That was such Definitely. a long time ago. Definitely. Um, so I feel like I'd like already started off going completely off topic. What what did you ask me to begin with? <laughs> <laughs> like how do you I was asking how do you essentially manage a long distance friendship? And you were saying foundation is is key and first. And I definitely agree. I feel like um if you just like in a relationship with a romantic partner you probably should have a strong enough friendship going into having a long distance friendship because i feel like what you do when y'all are together is probably how you're going to behave and what you're going to do when you're separated so those same habits good and bad habits are just going to continue. It's just going to be, you know, now y'all are not face to face and you can't deal with it face to face, you know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I feel like visiting is a part of it simply because I feel like make it a priority to visit. And it's Mm -hmm. not that you have to visit all the time because I know you and I have talked about how I wish I would have visited you when you were at LSU more Um, just because I was, I guess just because college was right after high school and we were literally attached at the hip in high school. We did everything together. And so going into college, I felt like I needed to do the same. I felt like we needed to like see each other more and it just didn't work out that way for whatever reason. So I've always kind of regretted that. Um, so I feel like making... Yeah, no, same. I'm like, the fact that I never made my way up to FAMU. <laughs> I to know, Florida, not Agricultural, <laughs> mechanical, <laughs> university, home of the Rattlers. We were... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, Girl. I know. And honestly, but like, in hindsight, it's all good. Yeah, but, but you know what? The fact that like, we still did visit each other. I feel like we're being kind of hard on ourselves right now because, like, every, like, holiday, every time I would come to Florida to see my That's mom, true. like, it wasn't a question. Like, we always made time. Yes. You know, I know, like, you were busy coming home from college and holidays and things like that. You know, we always made the time to, uh, you know, do something with just us and just kind of, like, pick up where things left off. And I think that's a very important um kind of thing to be able to do like if you can't you know just pick up where you left off then I don't think it's that genuine or that real you know yeah yeah I think everyone 
can think of at least one person who they know where they can call even if you haven't spoken for a long time and it's kind of like the ball just keeps rolling um you know since corona since lady rona has graced her uh graced us with her presence and we're all on lockdown and you know people are unfortunately losing their lives and everybody's lives are upside down I feel like it's forced us to think more intentionally about relationships because we're all quarantined. Well, yeah, pretty much everybody's quarantined and social distancing and whatnot. Um, But I've seen a lot of things online of people getting really creative with how they stay connected with their family members and friends. And so I feel like just thinking outside the box whether we're in quarantine time or outside of quarantine time, just thinking outside the box. Like um, I know some of my friends here, we had um, happy hour and it was virtual and it was through the party app, but it was still like a time for us to get together. (laughs) Right. For us to get together, have our, you know, choice of alcoholic beverage and we didn't get lit. It was, it ended up just being two of us just talking and catching up and like, I barely drank anything. But um, I feel like you can do stuff like that. Like I saw someone on Instagram um, post about how they started writing letters to their friends who were, I mean, I'm not sure if their friends were long distance, but everybody's long distance now. Um, they wrote letters to their friend and I just thought, wow, that's so different and thoughtful. And that's definitely very thoughtful. Yeah. Because going to the post office is a whole thing on its own. Like, right. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Um, but I feel like if you start to get, try to like get creative or like, you know, like send your friend a care package, your best Mm -hmm. friends probably know you the best like Taylor just sent me my first Mother's Day gift. And, you know, I thought it was just, just getting packages from your friends. I don't know, just, I get so excited because we're all so used to just talking on social media or talking on the phone. Just Mm -hmm. getting something physical through the mail is just exciting. So, um, so yeah, you could send your friend a care package. But we know that friendships whether you're long distance or not get difficult. Mm. So it's, I guess, what do you do when long distance friendship gets hard? And, you know, we were thinking about how as friends, you grow through seasons together. We definitely have gone through different seasons yeah, in our friendship. Um, yeah. I don't I think know. It- communication is like the most important thing like with any type of like again any type of relationship even like with family relationships or whatever it doesn't matter like you have to be able to communicate um even more so the fact that you won't you know be around this person every day or can see this person every day so just being able to pick up the phone or um FaceTime or whatever and just be like you know girl I'm going through it like this is what's going on and and like you know your friend is gonna be there for you um 
and just having that open line of communication I think that's like the biggest thing that um, helped us and just kind of having those tough conversations I feel like we've had plenty of conversations it was like you know I gotta put my pride aside and mm. you know kind of admit this is how I'm feeling about this or this is what I'm going through and it may not be something that I necessarily like just want to talk about or is happy or excited to talk about but I value um, you know our friendship enough to just let you know so you can understand where I'm at with things you know yeah um, I feel sure. like it's important to be able to like meet your friend where they are yes. when they're going through different things and that's how you get through it yeah for sure especially anyone who is young and in college or even in high school, I, f I feel like, like, especially in high school, um, just understanding that that time period in people's lives are going to be full of changes and full of ups and downs and people are growing and trying to find themselves and all yep. of that can affect your friendship and just like you said communication meeting your friend where they're at mm -hmm. is so key um, i feel like it also takes a certain level of maturity too to like oh yeah. understand and like be kind of secure in your own feelings like like this is my girl Brittany. like she wouldn't like maybe she's going through something or something happened or whatever. Maybe that's why she kind of responded the way she did to me and not like to be so quick to just take my feelings and take it personal yeah. and just kind of understand and be a little bit mature to be like, okay, like this is not who she has consistently showed me that she was. So, okay, right. let me, you know, have that conversation with her and try to figure out like what's really going on girl because exactly. this ain't you you know yeah yeah and like you, I, you said earlier being secure in yourself I feel like with long distance that has to be that's like even more important because you're not there on the daily in their lives you're not you're not you know face to face physically talking to them you're right. not seeing you know whatever situation that they're going through you may need, you may not even understand because they're not your you know it's not people who you know who are involved or whatever um so that can be difficult um but not impossible <laughs> that can be definitely difficult i was thinking yeah. too um i was thinking about how when you are separated from your friends, your tribe, really just missing them because, um, and I guess this kind of goes hand in hand with going through seasons. Personally, when I, you know, was going through a season of loneliness and feeling like I didn't have any friends here in, you know, here in West Palm, um, that was hard. That was really tough because I was fresh out of college and everybody knows that when you get out of college, you go through a phase of feeling like you don't know what you're doing with your life and that can spur like other negative feelings. And for me, it was loneliness. I missed my friends and I especially missed my closest oldest friends 
and that's, you know, you and Cam, and both of you were in two separate states. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I was, um, I was just thinking about how as someone who has experienced missing your friend who is long distance and um, not latching on to them so much and really getting out there to find other friends, like that's okay too. Like it's okay to um, have a long distance, really close friend, but it's also okay for you to like get out there and meet other people. And that was something that I had to learn and get through because I was so hung up on, well, maybe I just need to move to my friends. You know, at one point I was thinking about moving to North Carolina to Charlotte. And even though I would, I would swear up and down that it was for other reasons. It was mostly because Cambria was there. (laughs) You know, that's, that's not entirely bad, but I feel like that can um, stifle your personal growth also, you know? So just, understanding that it's okay to have a long distance friend like you will survive mm-hmm. your friendship can survive you know because right. um, it's like you are growing that relationship that friendship should be able to grow with you mm-hmm. and if it can't really grow with you and it's not serving you then that should let you know right there what it is you know yeah for sure so you know i guess long distance friendships are not all bad or not it's not always like an uphill battle where you're always feeling like you're, you know, um, trying to figure something out or there's a problem that you're always trying to solve. It's really, there is a lot of benefits. There's a lot of benefits (laughs) for sure. Uh, Yes. I remember like, you know, being in college and something will happen is like my friends that were there, they were a part of the situation or a part of like what was going on. But I can like easily just call you and be like, okay, girl, so this is what happened. So this person did this and that person. And so it's like, I have my friends who are there kind of giving me their, from like their standpoint on what I should do or what they think about it. But it's like to have, you know, like a fresh set of eyes or yeah. some like completely unbiased um, advice Um, And also coming from somebody who has been there for me, who I know cares about me. Like, I feel like that um, has helped me through a lot of situations where I just kind of was stuck on like, well, what should I do? Or how should I feel about this? You know, like, are you really helped me through some stuff? Honestly, I feel like when we were in college, because, you know, if you're listening, we always we've been saying probably for the last year that our conversations feel like therapy sessions. Mm -hmm. I feel like that started in college when we were calling each other and being like, I need you to listen to this whole long saga of a situation. (laughs) And then I need you to tell me what to do because I trust you. And I know that you're not going to be biased and you're going to tell me how, you know, you're going to keep it 100 with me. And, um, those were the best conversations because I feel like we would talk for hours and then things would get super deep. (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. but eventually it helped me see a lot of things from different, from a different angle and from a different perspective and probably saved a lot of my other friendships in college as well. Um, 
and probably saved me from a lot of really horrible guys in college too <laughs> because I know you were telling me uh girl bye he is not for you so that's how it be yeah if I feel like honestly it just boils down to a few really simple concepts communicate you know so don't go ghost on your friend um be intentional and make an effort and I feel like that kind of goes with the being creative um because long distance can be hard and you do in a sense have to work a little harder but it's also just about adapting and just going with the flow meeting your friend where they're at and being there for them no matter what season you're in Mm -hmm. um so I feel like when you do those things that's how you build lasting real genuine friendship and it shouldn't matter if you're right next door to each other or if you're across the country like we are you're in california and i'm in florida and you know we make it work it's not always perfect but it's worked out in the end so some more years of long distance friendship more years to forever not more years to forever to forever